whatever. And we are back with another episode of MBN, Nothing But Net Podcast. And bro, the Euros have started. The international <laughs> tournament, one of the, I'll be honest, one of the two international tournaments I actually pay attention to and recognize. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we've been waiting for this. Obviously, it's been something that we're looking forward to. Times in perfectly the end of lockdown. And um, we've had what? Is it one, two, three, four, five games so far? I think the fifth one is ongoing. But yeah, um, there's no better time to get into it. Obviously, we're England based. We're going to be talking about one team to start off. We'll talk about the other teams as the tournament goes on and for our takes out. But the England squad, I mean, there's been, there's been so much to talk about. So um, let's just start with this. Like, guys, do you, what, what are your thoughts on this current England squad? Do you think it's after it got announced, do you think the team's balanced? Do you think it's, you know, skewed in one way? Because obviously we know the big controversy. We can get into that. But what are your thoughts about the England team overall? Do you think it's, do you, do you have any issues with who was picked, basically? Um, many issues, many issues, multiple issues, a multitude of issues. It's, it's almost as if um, the squad was picked in January and Southgate was never going to make any changes. Um, first one, let's, let's hit the obvious. Um, four right-backs in a squad in a 26 man squad and where you can only name 23 on match day so four right backs how do you pick four right backs it just doesn't make sense i don't understand uh, some people are saying oh trent can play in dm walker can play center back and you know um trippy can play left back it doesn't make sense it just it, it, it's, it's such a slap in the face to players like uh, Je- Jesse Lingard, who missed out, James Ward-Prowse, who missed out, Ben White, who originally missed out. There, there's, there's, you know, we're, we're, we're meant to be one of the best teams in the world, if you believe in the world rankings. We're meant to be a good attacking... We've got good attacking players. Why are you taking 10 defenders? In a in a 26-man squad, you've picked 10 defenders. 10 defenders, and of these 10 defenders, um, none of them are... None of them... Not none of them play in midfield often enough, so they're they're actually going to be ten defenders that will only play in defence. Anyway, um, he also picked two left backs, you know, which makes sense. But um, to obviously we're recording this after the game against um, um, Croatia. He, he he played two right backs, as in he played Trippier left back. We have two left footed left backs. One who one who's probably been the best left back in the Premier League this season in Luke Shaw, and the other who, who just fresh off a Champions League win. I mean, if I if I'm Shaw or Chilwell, I'm looking at this and thinking, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is it's actually insulting. Like, I, I, don't get me wrong. Obviously, you know, players get picked over their country, and there's pride, and there's team, and there's you know camaraderie and all this. I'm pulling Gareth to the side, and I need an explanation. I need an explanation for why you've chosen me for this squad, and won't play someone who actually plays my position in my position. You've gone and played. Now, people are telling me, oh, uh, it's experience and the fuck off. End of the day, I'm a professional footballer. I'm paid millions of pounds to play this sport. I am a left-footed player at left-back. Pick me. Trent, um, Trippi hasn't played left-back all season. I don't understand what this is. Uh, yeah. it's, they're, they're, they're so, I, can, I can go on, but I'm going to pass it on because the, the whole episode could be me ranting on this. But still... Like it just doesn't make sense. He's so 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 much wrong with this. Fam, the thing is, I hear you as well. Like, um, I I I get it. That um, what's good? It's, it's a tough one because I feel like he was trying to please everyone. Because people forget, Trippier's won the La Liga this year. Chilwell, um, obviously Champions League. Sure, best like you said, best left back in the Prem. It's like he wanted to pick everyone who deserved it, 
and he couldn't really make the call of who to axe out. Like even Trent, he brought Trent along. Trent's been great, but it's like you can't bring everyone. You can't bring Trippier, Trent, um, you know, Kyle Walker because he won the Prem. Like you have to tell somebody. I know you had a good season, but sorry, you've missed that because of X, Y, Z. Um, I feel like he's too much of a players' coach to actually disappoint his existing players. And even to that effect, even if he had put, um, you know, Trippier on the left, like you know, previously we've seen it before. I don't think there'll be as much outrage because you know it's something that like was it's tried it. We know what it looks like. But for a tournament, when the big tournament comes. We don't want to be seeing no fancy um, tactics. We don't want to see you try to mess it around. But yeah, um, just in terms of the balance of the squad, overall, um, I would say it's it's there. I, I, I think I'll say it's there only because um, in terms of the quality midfield, and I guess this is me having the benefit of not talking in, um, you know, predicting, but talking in hindsight from what I've seen so far. Like what I saw today when they played the midfield, was it? I think it was Rice, Phillips and Mount, right? Yeah, yeah, sorry, it was, it was right for this amount. So it, it looked like a good balance from the three of them. Um, the forwards, Kane, Sterling, Rashad, like, you know, um, Phil Foden, I feel like they're all balanced out when I saw it actually play. And I'll be honest, Trippier at left back wasn't as bad as it sounds on paper. But it was. I think, it was. You, I think you said, you tweeted one thing that got me. That I was like, this England team is one Mason Mount injury away from having nothing. <laughs> Bro, it's, 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 Sorry, sorry to cut you off, but like I'm just gonna say this one point. You cool. even got an extra three players to pick 26 over instead of 23. Yeah. One Mason Mount injury fucks up everything because you're you're either gonna play Bellingham more games than he should be playing at this level, or you're gonna have to play Grealish or Foden in a more advanced midfield role. None of which they actually played this season. It's just it just didn't it, it just screams of a lack of preparation and a lack of. Decision making, but yeah, sorry to sorry to interject. No, I think is I you know, feel free to interject, but I I get what you're saying because it's like I didn't think about it from my perspective. At first, I thought, oh, it's fine. Like I can see the wide players, I can see the centre mid, I can see how it works. But then I feel like no one like you said, no one really plans for injuries, and that's kind of like an experience kind of thing. Like if Mason Mount goes down, yeah, okay, you, you might be able to slide Foden maybe in the central, maybe you put Grealish in the middle. Like, but these are maybes. You don't want at this level at this point. You don't want maybes. You want we know we've got this player to slide in here. Um, I feel like one player that would have at least gave me some kind of like um he's not the same player as Mount at all, but like if they brought Proud, um James Wood Prowse along, like just another kind of playmaker, even some different dynamic, another playmaker that we thought, okay, you know what? Bring him in. Um and he deserves to go for the season he had as well. But yeah, I mean over, overall, again, speaking after the season game, I feel like as it is right now, they have got a balance in terms of like strikers, defense, and the midfield is very fragile because one injury from any of those three. Boy, like even if that like Declan Rice or things got injured, like I don't see how they keep that balance. So yeah, that's my biggest issue is the midfield is extremely fragile right now. If anything goes wrong, um, yeah. So I'm not about to put my belief in the guy that got Middlesbrough relegated. Um, <laughs> that's just that's just my uh, uh, mentality when I look at this when I look at this England shit. I mean, I never, I've never truly believed in, in in Gareth Southgate, and I understand the pickings for for an England manager in terms of them being English are slim. I I I acknowledge that, but the situation is the situation. As far as I see it, there is no fucking balance. I I, I don't, you know, it, it, there is no there is no balance. Like. Uh, the only uh, uh, at first I was fooled into thinking there was when I was th- when I was looking at oh yeah they have 
Grealish. They have Mason Mount. They have Phil Foden. They, you know, I thought, oh, yeah, you know, as long as they have that creativity and they still have Trent, he could create. Char- no, it's, it's a case of injuries do, are a thing in, in, in sport, period. And you prepare for those injuries by having more, by having a wide range of players in each position. Yeah. England have a wide range of players in defense, <laughs> none of which can play even defensive mid, by the way. I hope, I, hope we, I hope we're acknowledging this. None of those guys can even fill in for a Calvin Phillips or Declan Rice if they go down, right? Yeah. Okay? That is a problem. That is a problem. The, the, they have a little bit more going on in terms of, uh, in terms of like that kind of like that higher, uh, uh, that final third, that final third area in terms of like, you know, attacking mids and, and you know, kind of those left side attacking mids or wingers or whatever. They have, they can be a bit, they're a bit more malleable in that sense because they have a Saka, they have, you know, they have your Sanchos, they have a Bellingham or like guys who can come in and you can kind of put together some type of, some type of shape there, some type of like, you know, scheme there to get the best out of those guys. Mm. But the, the the thing is, is that they don't have enough of those kind of patient, keep the ball moving, keep the, keep, keep the, you know, keep things ticking midfield guy, like, as you said, a Ward Prowse. They don't have those guys. You know what I mean? They don't have guys who can, who can play the kind of that deep role and still, Ping it left and right. Should they need to in in in, in um, when there might be one nil down or they need a goal type thing? You know what I mean? Those guys who can kind of dictate, who can dictate pace a little bit better from deep, mm. right? That's that's a problem. Um, yeah, uh, I think the taking injured players thing is 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 some bullshit. Personally, I get I get taking Jordan Henderson because he's a uh, he he's he's what they call a locker room guy which is great he's a great captain but i i'm not i'm not sure if if i'm not sure if like bullshit, bullshit. Uh, no no listen 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 bullshit. listen i do listen, listen. listen on that on that one i i disagree i just to check quickly just so we get a mix but i, I disagree in it only because as a sense of when you get to tournament you do need someone who's kind of been in an international stage before even if they're going to help you on the pitch to ensure everyone's focused and cut, like, you know, a lot of the battle is getting in preparation, making sure yeah. everyone's focused because you've got a lot of people. Like, if we went through the midfield, it's like what, um, 22, 25, 25, 21, 22, 21, 19, 17. That's the midfield. Yeah. He's the only one there that's touching 30. I think in the entire squad, he's the only one there that's 30. So, like, you need someone who's been doing this for a while, who's played Champions League, who's played international to bring that squad together and lead them. Yes, on the field, he might not be your best choice. You missed that one slot. But I feel like, he his one is heavily scrutinized. The Maguire one, I get it. You're taking 10 defenders, fuck off Maguire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But Henderson, that one, I fully understand it. You need someone of that experience in that kind of squad. But yeah, sorry. That's, yeah, that's my thing. I I, I get that. I, that can be defended. I still think it's bullshit. Like if you tell me that if like when like you arguing it, I'm not gonna like push back too hard. Uh, because I get that and I understand the merit of that type of person of that type of uh, person in the squad, it really changes things. But when I look, I'm, I, it, you know, like you said, the, the Harry Maguire one is unforgivable. Fuck off. Like, I don't... You have 10 fucking defenders, okay? <laughs> 10 fucking defenders. You're, you're England. With that wealth of attacking talent, you're still that, like, paro? 
and, and I'm gonna get to this later, but like th- that's just part of this, like the makeup of this of, of, of this like England team, not just this one, but just over the years, that kind of air of, of like disappointment waiting to happen. But I'll get to that later. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, you know, on, on that note, uh, before we go to like talk about the England ceiling and how far we think they can go and why, um, I think one t- conversation we had in our group chat, which was interesting, I want to bring over here is do you think Southgate is being overly um, scrutinized for his decisions? As in, like, nope. he's like, he's not being even given the chance to prove that what he thinks can work, can should work. He's just being like killed by the media, killed by the fan base. No one's really given his, him a chance to really prove himself do you think that the criticism of his selection is a bit too harsh or and we should give them time so uh work, yeah so look i get in in football period the england national manager job is one of the hardest in football and i i, I expect that english media is one of the most english football media is one of the most aggressive hostile media sports media communities in the world and i get that so naturally there will be a str- there'll be strong opinions banded around. Is he getting too much? No. And the reason I say this is because just from an objective point and trying to take emotion out of it, he's making dumb decisions. He's making, he's, 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 I mean, we've already covered four right backs. I mean, across, across the international, across the footballing community, you know, um, leading journalists, leading pundits made their own squads. They didn't pick four fucking right backs because guess what? You can't play four fucking right backs. It doesn't make any sense. Um, he's, he, early on in the season, um, you know, uh, in about um, September, October time, England's first two um, national, international breaks, right? He didn't play Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish, Liverpool, um, Aston Villa were top at one point in the season. He was on fire. Um, Villa were, he was showing he can play at the highest level. Refused to play Jack Grealish for so long. And, it, you know, it's, look, we're going towards an international tournament. Try him. At least try him. You, you know what I mean? And he, he's chopped and changed, he's chopped and changed his ideology, but been very defensive. And we've clearly got a great generation one of the best generations of attacking talent in the country. You would think of players like Jaden Sancho, Phil Foden, uh, Marcus Rashford, Raheem Sterling, Harry Kane, taking it down a, a tier or two. You've got even like Danny Ings, you've got um, Dominic Cavalier and Ollie Watkins. These are players that played well this year, but he still did, still continued to play two defensive midfielders. And it's just just from an objective standpoint, you've it's it's like if Spain decided, I'm not saying West Spain, but it's like if Spain, when they had better attacking talent, just thought, you know what, we're going to play four at the back, two defensive midfielders, go like that. Or, or, or three at the back, two, two, two wing backs, and then two defensive midfielders. So basically a back seven. In, it, it, just, it just didn't make sense. The criticism, the criticism he's got is because, and we alluded to it earlier, is he's a people manager and he's, can't make big decisions. He's you could tell he struggles to make decisions himself. If a manager makes a wrong decision, but it's his decision, I respect it. On this pod, I've criticized Frank Lampard a lot. But one thing I will say about him is his decisions were his decisions. He he didn't play um, Marcus Alonso. He didn't play Rudiger. Those were his decisions. You know what I mean? He didn't he didn't pander to people. And clearly, this squad and Southgate in particular doesn't like upsetting people. This is what this is, you know, you have to draw a line, stand by a decision and make the decision. And that's that's the frustration 
I have, and that's the frustration I suspect many other people have, which is why I, I say the criticism isn't too much, and he's not facing too much scrutiny. If he was, if he just made decisions, if he questioned them, fair enough, or made decisions that you that had a bit of backbone to it, fair enough. But for that reason, I think he, I think he, he's the the criticism, the questions are very much warranted. Yeah, fair enough. Fair, no, fair enough. Because like, even at that point, I remember um, him telling the media about how he had to call Trent multiple times just to confirm that, oh, the stories are bullshit. Like, what manager actually does that? Like, I'm going to pick you, but who keeps calling the player telling him, don't worry, don't worry. I know there's four other options who all deserve it, but you're coming too. Like, I feel like Trent's, um, I don't like injuries, but Trent's injury was a blessing in disguise. And he still found a way to find another, like, like another defender as if... <laughs> He didn't want to put anyone upset, but yeah. Um, Kay, I agree with you on that one. Dips, do you want to jump in before we move on to how far England can go? The never-ending debate for every tournament. Um, yeah, so I think he's still, he still de- he deserves every bit of criticism he gets because he hasn't done shit. Okay. He hasn't done shit. Like, that's that's just that's just how that goes. I mean, I don't... I, I personally... Huh? World Cup don't count? No. No, I'm not giving him that. I'm not giving him that. You played, you, you played Colombia and Sweden. Those are give me's. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to hear that. I'm not really trying to hear that. And they even almost, they almost almost fumbled the bag against Colombia. They needed to win on penalties. They almost lost it on fucking penalties, bro. Like, no, I'm not about that. I'm not. And the minute they come against a team that's not three and a half star, they lose. They lose. You like, like, you, huh? You love using FIFA ratings. Um, that's the it's, it's it's the most it's the most it's the most apt description I can give you at this point. I mean, look, if they beat like a big team and had big performances on the way to that semi-final, you know, I would have been like, all right, fair enough. Let me, you know, sit up and really like, you know what I mean? Mm. I can get behind this. No, he, he did the same, the same shit, played three at the back. Uh, you know, the and and all of these guys that he played. No one really stood out like that. Harry Maguire was okay. You know, as like Kyle Walker was a liability at right back. And he just is a liability, period. His pace gets him out of out of all the, the stupid, uh, like unfathomable situations his positioning gets him in. But anyway, like I think he deserves that criticism because fact of the matter is he hasn't made a decision uh, he hasn't made a coaching decision, hasn't man-managed to a point where you can say, oh, this guy really is onto something. You look at the way he's handled the Grealish situation, the, the, with the whole Mason mounting. When people are asking him about Grealish, he's talking crazy about, he's talking he's talking for way too long about, about uh, Mason Mount. It's just shit like that. I'm like, that, that's that's unnecessary. I'm looking at, I'm looking at him, I, I, I'm, I'm looking at him with all of these moves that he's making and I'm just like, you don't they, they aren't they aren't conducive to any type of positivity or positive result so yeah he deserves it until he actually does some shit he uh, deserves all of that so basically basically if he, he has to beat um one of the bigger teams before you start doing his props and letting him he get has him. Yeah? no it's not even just that you need they need to have a big performance they need to have a big performance in a big game okay. that's it okay that's so- it Fair enough. A big performance in a big game. All right. On that note, um, okay, fair enough. You're going to keep touching to that point. So I guess what I want to touch on now quickly is the expectations at this point. Where 
what do we think the ceiling is for this current team in this competition? Uh, I, I, I'll take the lead on this one. Um, so, if you remember, um, like the last time we touched on the, the Euros and the England team period, uh, like, you know, we, this is just when uh, we, had, we had a guest on. I, I, I said England are the Tottenham of European, of, of international football. Oh, here we go. I stand by that one million percent. Okay? Mm-hmm. One million fucking percent. Because they always bottle it. The reason why I say that is because it's not just... First of all, every, every, uh, every tournament since maybe 2002, to some degree, they have bottled it. Every single one. Every single one. Really? Yes. 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 I don't even like. I don't. You can't like. You yes. Okay. 2018, they should have won it. They, they to me, to me, they should have. They should have. They they should have come up bigger against uh, uh, Croatia. 2016, Iceland. I don't need to go into that. 2014, you don't come out of the damn. You don't. You don't come out of the the, the group before Costa Rica, right? 2012, 2012, they lose on penalties. They lose on penalties to Italy. 2010, they lose 4-1. They lose 4-1 to Germany. Okay, 2008, they don't make it. Okay, like, no, but there's a, there's a big difference between losing and bottling it. Like you can't just so, lose the losses and say they bottled it. That's just stupid. What no, 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 no. The thing is, is that in these situations, they my thing is they never come up big. Like they never come up big when they need to. That's the that's the issue here. They never come up big. In su- they always disappoint. Is you you never really clap them off. You know what I mean? When they lose in in a, in a tournament, you never clap them off like, oh, they did what they could. That just is how that goes. Like like 2002, you could let that go because that was an awesome Brazilian team who ended up winning it, right? Like you can let that go because and because they you know they made it there. It was the quarter, it was the quarterfinals. Like you can clap them off. That was an awesome that was an awesome team, and that was also a very good uh, England team who performed admirably in that tournament, right? But. When they're getting blown to smithereens by four uh, one against Germany, now I know it's Germany, but you can make a better account. You can you could give a better account of yourself in in a game like that. The yeah. Iceland thing, I don't need to even go into that. That shouldn't be happening. That that shouldn't be happening. And it's also this as well. I look at the the other t- so called top teams around them, right? I look at the other top teams around them over the last twenty years. All of them have made or won a finals in some in some European championship. France, yeah. Netherlands, uh, Italy, yeah, even though they haven't been shit for the last 10 years, pardon me, Germany, right? Like, just in terms of world football, Argentina, Brazil, like, all of these teams that we consider top European teams, the only one, like, in today, who we consider top European teams, the only team that hasn't made any type of final is Belgium. And that's because they're relatively... A, a new team, in, in relatively in terms of European foot, in terms of uh, international football, right? Every other big team in the last twenty, every other like big, really good team has fulfilled their potential to some degree in that they've made a final. You feel what I'm saying? And I, and you haven't got. The- I want you to bring it back a little bit so that in terms of that, yeah. the, the actual ceiling. Yeah, that's that's the, that's, the, that's the, what I'm saying. So about the, about the history. This I'm, is I'm giving. I know, I know, I, playing there. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, use, I'm, using, I'm using all of that to say that I don't expect my... The ceiling for me is a quarterfinal mm. because I'm looking at who they have to face if they win 
the first, if they win, uh, if they win the group or come up runner up. If they win the group, they have to play either Germany or France. Okay. They have to play either Germany or France. If they're runner up, they play Spain. They, 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 well, that's if Spain don't win their group, right? You know, but like they, they, they're more like, they're more likely to get to the quarterfinals if they run, if they finish runner up in their group. I have no real faith that they're going to, if they win this group, which I think they can, obviously. Um, I have no real faith that they'll get past Germany or France. I just, I just, I just don't. Like, I don't have that. They played relatively well today. I understand the whole unbalanced thing, but uh, they played pretty good today. But I just don't believe they're going to come up in a come up big in a game like that. So for me, the ceiling is a quarterfinal. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay, do you want to be next? Um, realistically, we got we go up, we we get knocked out in the next round against anyone that comes through that group because. France, Germany, um, Portugal, whichever way it falls in that group, I don't think... South, not even that we don't have the players to win. I don't think Southgate can manage a victory. And this is my point. I'm I'm not... You can already guess with a tone. I'm not I'm not confident in Southgate. In the World Cup in 20, 2018, you know, it was a younger team and that's when we needed a people manager. But we've outgrown Southgate now. We have talent. We have ability. We have... We have the we we have the skill set to perform better. He doesn't have the managerial experience to do that. Um, not to not to digress, but I think Antonio Conte being available is something England should be thinking about right now. Is is something England should be thinking about right now? Sorry, Conte really? Oh yes, oh yes. Did you see Inter Milan last year? Oh yes, oh yes. That and he's yes. done it and he's done it before at international level with Italy. Exactly. Oh yes, he that, walks into yeah. that dressing room. He walks into that dressing room. There is respect. I, I, I'm not saying the players don't respect Southgate, but they all respect Conte more. So no, more. no, no, they don't. I don't even believe they really do. They respect him on the level that he used to play the game. That's it. Okay. That's okay. it. Yeah, that's, that's a nice way of putting it. But yeah, but re- realistically, um, that's that's uh, that's what I think our ceiling is. Are we a team that could go further and have the ability to go further? I've already said, yeah, we do. But realistically, given the way that the draw, the, the groups have been drawn, um, first or second in this group, I don't, I don't see us beating a Portugal, a Spain, a Germany with Southgate as manager. I, I didn't even, so, I even forgot Portugal was in that group as well. Imagine. Exactly. I mean, I, I think Portugal are going to win it all. But um, yeah, I, that's. I just don't see. I just don't see Southgate, Southgate managing that. He, it, it, to put it this way, his teams. I hate to go back to this, but his team selections. Gable, you hit a nail on the head earlier with that tweet I tweeted. Um, we are. It's actually embarrassing how how unbalanced our teams, our, our squad selection for the competition is. Not even team selection for the day. Like we are a Mason Mount injury away from just. Just, really just focus. I don't. I don't. I I feel like this is something that mainstream media should have picked up on a long time ago. But we don't have a number eight other than Mount. Foden's not an eight. Grealish isn't an eight. Henderson's not an eight. Um, um, Rice is an eight. Um, uh, you know what? One thing I will say today: Calvin Phillips played more of an eight role and looked good, but yeah. he's not. He's he's not an eight. So, no, not uh, if, so there's no proof. Exactly. If Mason Mount gets injured, 
Calvin Phillips has to become Mason Mount. That's a lot, a lot of pressure for him. That is a lot of pressure for him. You could have taken James Wood Prowse. You could have taken James Wood Prowse and also had a step piece specialist. Also, mm-hmm. in an international tournament, a pen a penalty specialist. Just it just doesn't make sense. But you know what? I, you asked a different question. I went back to the previous question. Let me stop <laughs> because it's it's funny. I, I can I can we could just feel your anger around um Southgate's existence at this point. Listen, yeah, I mean, look, K K, like I was I've been there. You know what I mean? You see all of that, all of that energy right there. That was me <laughs> a solid eight years ago. Like that right. was I was right there. I was right there with you, man. I live. I I was really there. With the Fabio Capello shit, with the Roy Hodgson shit. I was right there, man. I was right there. And you know what? I'm over it. I'm out of here. Like I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm good. My heart. My heart. I don't have to deal with this no more. Okay. Like I was right there with you. It was the same shit back then. The 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 non the nonsense the nonsense team selections the the bullshit scandals all of that stuff like I was right there with you man you need to come over on this side bro you need to come over on this side you need to st- the, 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 it, it's not good for your heart man it's not like good it. for, it's not no good one, for your heart no one is joining you on your side on Mister Not Bothered FC not bothered about Arsenal results not bothered about England results listen no 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 I'm late speak you're bothered about nothing we get it. You just watch the game, nonchalant. <laughs> oh, oh wow. Conceded. Oh wow. Trophy. Oh, like you don't care in it. Um okay, okay, yeah, cool. So that, suddenly it's, 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 it's not cool. It's not yeah, cool to, 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 to... We've got like five minutes left. Um, right. just from my perspective, in terms of the England squad, I know you guys are looking at it at the quarters as if um, you know, that oh yeah, we're gonna face the squad, we're gonna get our gun, we're gonna get our match. I don't know. Maybe I'm being wide optimistic. Maybe I'm still one of those fans that looks at the team thinking, you know what? I like the performance. I like the, you know, the quality of our squad. Um, yes, the midfield is very fragile, but I feel like it's a good midfield to watch today. Like a midfield that has, um, you know, like case says, like case says, a bit defensive. But I feel like a midfield that could do what they did today against, like you know, teams that's got, that's got Modric in it. Modric is a world class midfielder. They still did, they, they didn't get played off the park. They held their own. They did what they had to do. Um, I feel like that kind of team can hold their own against the bigger teams. And we've got the front three to match up any other team. We've got a back four, which is as good as any other team. So I feel like, you know, yeah, I believe that. I honestly do believe that. So I believe that on the day, it's not a guarantee that once we get to quarterfinals, we're going to get played with the park. I would say it's a 50-50. And I do see us beating Spain. I do see us beating um, Portugal, a, I won't say a France, but (laughs) all the other ones, I do see us beating them to some extent. So I don't know. I see if we get through the quarters... I see us get to the final. I see it like that. It's either we're going out of the quarters or we are going straight to that final. This the semi is almost a gimme once we get there. So I think the most likely outcome is we face Spain, um, which I think we are the better team in that in that matchup. Um, in my uh-huh. but yeah, that like for me it's the quarters are gonna be like I think we can all identify it and say it's gonna be pivotal because if we were facing get out of that, that's proving you can be, be a big team and you're going to the finals. That's my opinion. That's my opinion on that. I heard all of this in 06 and 2010. That's all I'm going to say. I heard okay. all of this back then too. Okay. All of it. All of teams, it. No, no, no. Yes, well done. Because past teams losing is the perfect predictor for who wins next. No, the thing no, is, it's, right, it's, it's right. that you can't... You can't, you can't. Through, we're going to lose forever. You're right. No, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that what you're, what you're saying in theory, in theory, <laughs> makes sense. Like, I get it. 
but in practical application, like I don't, I, I like what what you you there's some things that need to be included in that analysis that you can't really measure. Like I again that big performance aspect in the, those other teams have guys who have played in big moments and stepped up in big moments. Some of them even for their international team. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And also in those teams, they have been together for longer periods of time. They have been together. They know how to play together. You know what I mean? They have a manager who knows those players for extended periods of time. So there's there's more of a familiarity factor. You know what I mean? Like I there, there isn't I, I you know there's still a very much an unknown. Uh, England are very much an unknown entity at this point, right? That's that's what I'm trying to say. And they haven't I, they haven't shown that they have the 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 capacity or or have it in them to step up. To a to step up against a Spain, Germany, X, Y, and Z in a big tournament, they can do it in a friendly, of course. You know what I mean? But it's like, can they do it in a in a in a in, when it really matters? I mean, it remains to be seen at this point in time. But these players, even in their like a lot of them in this team, even in their clubs, haven't done it. Oh, a couple it. of these guys, a couple, hey, quite hey, a few hey, of hey, these hey. guys. Okay, I'm not going to do it. I mean, I'm just saying, hey, listen. Honestly, okay, he says none of the clubs done it. We have literally got the Golden Boot winner up front, the Champions League winner behind him, the Prem winner on the left and right, as well as the Champions League finalists. We've got the La Liga player on the left, the Prem League on the right. But like, we've literally got winners and um, individual competitions across the squad. And this guy was going to say none of them have done Kane, it. I'm not, I'm not about to call Kane a clutch. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not about Kane to call Kane, Kane a, a clutch player. I'm, I'm not about to do that. I'm okay. just not about to do that. Okay, I'm not know, about to do that. Is there anything you want to say before we wrap this up? Because this guy's going to just get my nerves with his pessimistic I mean, yeah. football in general. This guy's going to no one. I've only got one I... thing to say. It's definitely not coming home. <laughs> Thank you. I guess I'm the only mean. one that's got any form of faith in the team in it. Like, you know, I mean, we will be back here in two and a half weeks. And if you thought me being shameless about the Champions League was anything, my God, I'm going to be worse this time. If, 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 I, I don't hear, no, and I don't want to hear anything from you, Dips, other than the same energy you're giving right now. Exactly. If they go, if they go, if they if they go out of the of the yep. of the round of sixteen, much less the group stages, that yep. energy is still coming back at you, Gable. And okay. and you know what? And you know what? It will be equally bad because we cover NBA as well. If those Clippers don't come out of that series, and 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 your boy sticks it up again. You're gonna get a double dose. Um, you're no. gonna get a double fucking dose. No, okay. You're gonna no. Yes, you are. You're gonna get a double dose. You're gonna get a double dose. I don't. I don't. I don't want to segue away from what we're talking about right now. But who did I pick to win it all? And who no, I don't care. I don't care. No, I don't care. You can't, you can't do I don't care. But no, um, I don't. I can do that. I can do that. We'll talk okay. about that off, off air. But I, I can do that, and I'll explain okay. why later. But since this guy wants to do the whole conversation, we're going to end it here. Um, <laughs> thanks for joining us for this, like England. You know, um, recap. We'll be back in a couple of days. Or, no, Wednesday's episode. The, the next games on Tuesday. Final one is. Sorry, no, I'm wrong. Next games on Friday. The following ones on Tuesday. Isn't it? So 20 seconds. We'll know where we are. So we're back next week when there's a game left. And yeah, hopefully I'll be right. We'll be in the last bits of it. But thanks for catching up with us today. We'll be back in with more in the future. Peace. Peace.